Hello and welcome to another Mr. Huff and Puff podcast. This one is on lever systems. In your body, lever refers to a system of muscles and bones working together to help you. When you take part in physical activity and exercise, your muscles pull on your bones and the bones create movement, acting as levers. There are four key terms to be aware of at this moment. Axis, which is an imaginary straight line around which a body or object rotates. Fulcrum, the point around which the lever rotates. Load, the force that is applied by the lever system. And effort, This is the force that is applied by the user of the lever system. A lever is a rigid structure and it rotates around an axis. Therefore, in your body, when you want to move something, the fulcrum is your joint. The load is the thing you want to move, which could be a dumbbell or a barbell or just an arm or leg. And the effort is supplied by your muscles. Levers are in three different classes. First class, second class, and third class. Most exercises use third class levers, and these are the most common in our body, but some do use first and second class levers. Now, it's quite difficult to explain this without visual images, so please look on YouTube um, for some videos I've done on this as well. But if you can imagine a seesaw, and then we're going to talk about all the levers in that way. So, Firstly on this seesaw, a first class lever. This is where the fulcrum sits in the middle between the load and the effort. So the fulcrum is the middle bit of the seesaw, load is one end and the effort is the other end. A good example of a first class lever is the oar on a boat. To move the boat through the water, the rower applies effort by pulling on one end of the oar and this applies force on the other, which is in the water, and that is the load. There are not many examples of first-class levers in the body. The main example of exercises are where the elbow or knee straighten, such as an elbow in tricep extensions and tricep dips. The elbow joint is the fulcrum because it lies between the load, which is the weight held in your hand, and the effort applied by the tricep muscle at the back of the arm. Second-class levers are different. This is where the load sits between the fulcrum and the effort. A really good example of a second-class lever is a wheelbarrow. The wheel on the wheelbarrow is the fulcrum, the handles take the effort, and the load is placed between them. The wheel shares the weight of the load, which means that it takes less effort to move a load in a wheelbarrow than to carry it. Second-class levers in your body and in physical exercise are also quite rare. A calf raise is a good example of a second-class lever movement. The body weight, the load, sits between the toes and balls of your feet, which is a fulcrum, and the calf muscles apply the effort by pulling on the heel. Now, most of the levers in your body are third-class levers, and that's what we're moving on to now. In a third-class lever, the effort is applied between the fulcrum and the load. A really good example of a third-class lever is a spade. When you use a spade, your first hand on the handle is the fulcrum, and your second hand applies the effort about halfway down the spade. Whatever the spade is picking up, that is the load. Examples of this within the body 
are something a bit like the biceps curl. You're using a third class lever here as a force or effort is applied by the bicep muscle, which is between the fulcrum and at the elbow joint and the weight, which is in your hands. Without levers, we wouldn't be able to move or complete tasks more easily. They really do help us do things we couldn't do. They are the simplest type of machine that we have. And understanding how the levers work will help you to understand what is going on when you use your body's levers for physical activity and exercise. Two more key terms to be aware of are mechanical advantage and mechanical disadvantage. Mechanical advantage is a large load that can be lifted with a relatively small amount of effort. This applies to first and second class levers. A mechanical disadvantage this is where third class levers cannot lift as heavy a load with the same amount of effort due to the position of the effort and load from the fulcrum. Now a mechanical advantage happens when the output of the lever is greater than the input. That is when the load is greater than the effort. So you are getting more than you're putting in. First class and second class levers both work at a mechanical advantage. Mechanical disadvantage is where the effort and the load are both on the same side of the fulcrum, but the effort sits closer to the fulcrum than the load does. In this case, the input of the lever is greater than the output, and the force you apply is greater than the load. So you're putting in more than you are getting out. Third class levers work as a mechanical disadvantage. Both mechanical advantage and mechanical disadvantage are important to understand because you want to know how this applies to your body. And we've already discussed that mechanical advantage is mainly used by first class and second class levers, which as you already know, there are not many of these in the body. However, there are two that you really do need to know about. Firstly, a first class lever system is the head. Your muscles in your neck provide the effort to move your head, which is the load, around the top of your spine, which is the fulcrum. And with a small amount of effort, you can move a larger load. The other is when you are using plantar flexion. Specifically, the plantar flex your foot to raise your body up onto your toes. You use the ankle as a second class lever system. The ball of your foot acts as the fulcrum. The ankle plantar flexor muscles apply effort to the bone of the heel to lift your body for load. Again, with a small amount of effort, you are able to move a larger load. So you know that most of the levers in the system are third class levers. And we also know that most of these operate at mechanical disadvantage, which doesn't make sense. But there are reasons why the third class levers in your body use mechanical disadvantage and why there are so many of them. Good example of this is that they are, you're able to convert smaller movements into much larger actions. An example would be to lift something with your hand. Your muscle only has to contract a few centimetres. You could be exerting a lot more effort, but you are lifting the load a far greater distance. If your arm was designed with a mechanical advantage, your muscles would have to contract a much longer distance than you wanted to move the object. Your elbow basically would be dragging somewhere near the floor. You also gain speed. With third class levers, the load travels much further than the effort. So when you use a rounders bat or a golf club or a baseball bat, you can hit a ball harder with greater speed. Thank you for listening to this podcast on levers and I hope you found it useful. Please look on YouTube for Mr. Huff and Puff and you may find screencasts and podcasts with visual images to help you understand this topic further. Thank you very much and I hope you join me for another podcast in the future. Hashtag Mr. Huff and Puff. <laughs>